Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. Well, a new study shows that maybe counter to what many people might think, that boys actually need a little more emotional support than girls. So welcoming to the program, we have parenting expert Allison Schaefer with us. And Allison, how exactly did we come to learn about this? You know, we didn't used to have functional MRI machines to know what was going on with the brain. And this was just an exploding area of research around neurobiology, neuroplasticity, what's happening in the brain. And there really are very different um, gender differences between baby boy and baby girl brains. And um, so we see even in the, in the uterus at birth where there's an explosion in brain development, it seems, and sorry guys, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, <laughs> structurally, uh, men's boy, baby boy brains are about six weeks lagging to baby girl brains at birth. And that uh, deficit, they never catch up. They lag behind girls all the way through childhood. And that brain of a baby boy is more vulnerable. It is more fragile. And so we see that maternal stress, uh, which can be depression, uh, which can be removing the mother away from the child uh, or having a non-responsive mother, the stress in the baby brain, as measured by cortisol, is way more impacted, way spiking levels than we see in girl brains. So they are very different structures. So basically, they are a little bit more sensitive to emotions and then the way that we react to certain situations with our baby boys may actually make things worse. Exactly. So, you know, I think now a lot of the general public has heard a little bit about this idea of attachment theory. Um, And for those who haven't, what we've discovered is that Babies need to have this secure attachment with their primary caregiver. And the function of that relationship and that attachment in those early years is because it's, it's a function of helping brain development, the, especially the right brain of the child, which is where sociability, self-regulation, um, self-control. So this is the social part of the brain. And it seems that boys seem to need more support in the development of that right brain development than do girls. But because of our gender stereotype of boys, we tend to give them less emotional support. So they get a double whammy. Um, Experience does change the wiring and the structures of the brain. And so our feeling that boys are tough or boys aren't Uh, you know, don't need as much love, that they should stifle their emotions. Um, These things all prevent us from engaging and attaching with our baby boys. And they're also, they're lagging skills. It becomes like a catch-22 because these lagging skills make them more difficult to bond with, more difficult, more likely to have relationship issues with their caregiver. So they get a double whammy. We, we, we end up not wanting to, to provide this emotional support as much either. And, and what I find fascinating is that this isn't just like telling a five-year-old, you know, big boys don't cry. This is in the first 
year of life. This is that basic holding, cuddling, cooing, making facial expressions, and boys just aren't getting enough of it. Well, and it's interesting too, I think, because anyone who has had a baby knows that there are days when you are just so exhausted and you you sit there and think to yourself, I, what am I doing wrong? Like, what? I'm not... I'm doing everything I can, and it's just not enough to make you happy right now. I mean, they they can get to this point sometimes, and I mean, we have it as adults too. We have those days, but it you know I can see where that need to separate can happen with mothers. But what would you recommend then if if a mom or the primary caregiver is in that position? So I, first of all, you know, I mean, I'm a parenting expert. I work with parents all the time, and we and it's exhausting. It's soul sucking, exhausting work. And the last <laughs> thing I would want is for someone to have a takeaway of feeling more guilty that they aren't 100% there for their child. What I would say though is. Um, First of all, I think a fantastic little video clip on YouTube. It's from old research, but it's, it is a visual. Tronics research called the still face experiment will show you how agitated a baby gets when they don't get that responsive um, interaction from their parent. Um, and that non-responsive face is what we see when we get depressed. Postpartum depression is a real thing. And if you at all think that your exhaustion from sleep training or your shift into motherhood has at all put you in a depressed state, please, please, please go speak to your primary caregiver. The second thing I would say is, and I know parents are hearing this all the time, put down the phone. Mm -hmm. When your baby is in the stroller and looking up at you, they might be calm, they might look relaxed, but they're looking at your face. And if you are on social or checking your emails, your face will look exactly like that still face experiment of Tronic, which puts a child into distress because it, it mimics looking detached. It mimics being depressed. But I mean, you know, we just, you know, it's that resting <clears throat> face. That, <laughs> that is, so I think we do need to emotionally regulate ourselves, make sure we're not depressed, make sure that we're present um, and, and put the time in for the emotional development of our baby boys. And just notice just those small baby gender differences that we are, they may seem so minute to us we're not noticing, but it really from a developmental infant point of view matters. So what do you do then if you have made it past the 12 months? Is there an opportunity to make things better? Absolutely. And, and always. And it's never too late. This is the wonderful thing about um, a neuroplasticity. It is based on a use it or lose it model of development. So although they're saying boys never catch up to girls in the sense of that six week leg, which might not seem consequential you know notice what what happens once we hit the classroom boys are much more likely to have dyslexia reading and learning issues they are two to three times more likely to get diagnosed with conduct disorders and adhd um, in adulthood we've got higher incidence of schizophrenia um, death by suicide so these are all things we obviously want to avoid but what we know about neuroplasticity is that if we change experiences, we have an opportunity to build up the neural, set, neural um, circuitry of the brain through specific exercises. So if you see your child is struggling, I'm, you know, get that early intervention happening where they get extra exercises, extra time, extra attention, extra nurturance, whatever it might be. Um, and as I said, now with these functional MRIs, they've designed um, very specific exercises that will work certain parts of the brain if there's a, a speech lag. Um, so I, I, it's a very hopeful message. So just don't throw your hands up in the air and say, boys will be boys. You know, um, there really is ways to, to prevent some of this um, struggle for them. 
Alison, this has been a fascinating conversation. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Jody. That's Alison Schaefer, parenting expert. It is 447.